Blog Talk Radio. So it's faith-based. So you're involved with faithism, not atheism, right? It was that you said, saying that you know, a lot of Christians, um, they maybe text or they maybe email you, and you know they was pretty much scared of you. And I said, oh, okay, a challenge, okay. No, I believe the Bible. I don't believe the Bible is saying that slavery is okay because it gives instructions about how to handle slavery. Andrew, that's faith. You just said you accept evolution, evolution theory. So that's faith. You got faith in a theory. By any chance, are you gay? Uh, what do you think about bow totes? Welcome to part two of my interview with Dave Photo. We just got done talking about Thomas Paine, and we're going to pick up from there. Uh, in part one, you mentioned that you don't think that weak atheism counts as atheism, that strong atheism is atheism. So, can Dave, why don't you expound upon that a little bit? The difference between strong atheism and weak atheism, as far as the, the, the terms are considered today, is that weak atheism says, or weak atheism is more along the lines of we don't know or we can't know which is basically agnosticism or ignosticism. Strong atheism, on the other hand, goes ahead and says, nope, there is no God. There was an interesting quote from Stephen Roberts that I sometimes use as a tagline. He did this in, uh, I believe that the website was christianforums.net or possibly .org, but I'm, I'm not certain about this. But what he said is, I contend that we are all atheists. I just go one God further than you. When you understand why you dismiss all other possible gods, you will understand why I dismiss yours. Now, here's the thing. Uh, Robert's quote was directed toward theists, right? Because he, he feels like theists of any particular religion are atheists about the gods of every other religion. But it works for weak atheism as well, because weak atheists will often assert that there is no Zeus, no Odin, or anything else, but they say, well, a god is possible. Okay, well, what god are you talking about? The only gods that we have defined are the ones that are the heads of the religions on the earth. So are you telling me that it's possible that one of these exists. Are you telling me that it's possible that Odin exists, that that Tor exists? No, of course you're not saying that because you know better. So people have this idea, well, it's possible for the for the Abrahamic God, or most specifically the Christian God here in America, to exist. We just haven't seen any evidence for it. But if that's your benchmark, you haven't seen any evidence for Zeus or Thor or anything else, and you deny that those exist. So why are you – you're basically Pascal wagering yourself into a corner. I just don't get that. If you're going to deny all these other gods, go ahead and deny the Christian god. Sure, yeah. Uh, no, nobody seems to be agnostic when it comes to Zeus and Thor. No, it only seems to be this, uh, uh, the Christian God or some specific theistic God that we want to 
allow in the back door through special pleading. Um, allow in the back door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're you're absolutely right, Andrew. You're absolutely right. You know, it, I don't necessarily consider it to be special pleading, but perhaps uh, special exception. Right. You know, even if it, even if it's unintentional, it's still a special exception. Yeah, if people were going to give the same benefit of the agnostic doubt to um to ball, then then perhaps. But nobody is doing that. They're they're just using I I, th- I think what you're saying is that they're using this agnostic label to avoid just saying what they actually believe, which is that they believe there is no God. Uh, For about half of them, I think you're right. I think for the other half, uh, the ones that consider themselves to be uh, the ones who think of themselves as atheists, uh, they are still leaving room uh, for a God. Perhaps that there's there's this common refrain that I keep seeing, and I've never actually used it uh, in talking to people or anything else, but there's this common refrain that people have given up God, which is why we see this, these vastly increasing number of people who identify with no religious affiliation, but people have given up on the idea of God without having given up on theistic thinking. They're not following the religion anymore, but they're still thinking in the way that they used to while they were theists. Uh, thinking in the in the same, uh, perhaps along the same avenues or using the same methods, not necessarily with the same elements, and certainly not with the same actors involved in their thinking. But yes, you're. Uh, I would agree with you on that. Would you say it's fair to say that? You know there is no God. Okay. This is where, or do we have is, to define God first? Well, this is where definitions are going to come in, or are going to be important. But to start out, we will, to start out, I'll answer the question from the position of gods that have been defined, described, or conceptualized up to this point. And since I am an American, and Christianity is the Uh, predominant religion here, I can focus strictly on the Christian God, or the Abrahamic God, I should say, because this applies equally to Judaism or or Islam. God is said, one, to exist in the supernatural realm, as all gods are, or at least be able to traverse between the two realms. Two, God is said to be able to subvert the laws of physics by which the cosmos operates. Well, the problem with that is that if the laws of physics can be subverted, then there are exceptions to the rule. There are no exceptions to the rule, and and people are going to get angry with me here because we talk about science being falsifiable. That doesn't mean that everything in science will be falsified or could be falsified. That only means that any experiments that were conducted to reach a conclusion could have been falsified when they were undergoing. But there is no possible way 
when we're talking about object level physics, that Newton's third law of motion would never be true. Not within this cosmological makeup. If every, and Newton's third law of motion is every action results in an equal and opposite reaction. That's a law. That doesn't change. People say science changes all the time. Well, yeah, scientific theories do change from time to time. Just look at the difference between uh, the Big Bang and steady state. Steady state was the the prevailing theory at the time, that we lived in a completely flat and motionless universe. But as Hubble discovered, that wasn't the case. So that theory had to change. And now we're left with the Big Bang, which as we're kind of discovering now, might not have actually happened the way we think it did. But to the point, theories will change from time to time with new information. But facts and laws, scientific facts and scientific laws don't change. Those remain consistent throughout. And if they didn't remain consistent, we could never get to the level of a scientific theory. There have to be patterns on the bottom levels in order for the uh, the patterns on the top levels to emerge. So when we're talking about scientific laws and theories, we're talking about things that are not going to change. Well, if those things don't change, then there can't be any exceptions to them. And if God were able to do something to um, somehow mute those laws, then they wouldn't be laws. But it gets even worse for the Christian God or the Abrahamic God, because that God is said to exist also in the material world and to be testable. But God is not testable. The excuse offered by Christians now is you can't test God. You have to have, you have, to have faith. We can't possibly understand how he works. You know, he works in mysterious ways. Well, if he works in mysterious ways, how do you know he's working at all? Right. How do you how do you tell God's ways from just no ways? Exactly. And no ways satisfy Occam's razor. God's ways don't. God's ways is an excuse to get out of the burden of Occam's razor. So basically what you have is we have these scientific truths. They we know them to be truths. We know them to be unchangeable truths. And they couldn't possibly be true if God interacted with this world. Additionally, we talk about God existing in the supernatural realm. Well, supernatural is either is above or beyond the natural realm. The thing is, that realm, if it existed at all, cannot interact with the natural realm. Because it is beyond its the physical laws that govern this cosmos. So even if a God were to exist and that God were to live in the supernatural realm, not only would that God not be able to affect or influence us, it wouldn't even have any knowledge of us. And we would have no knowledge of it. Okay. So uh, what, what you're saying here is that if there's a God, and if that God is going to dip its hand into our natural world, then I guess what you're saying is that you would expect there to be ripples 
you would expect you would expect God's hand to be pulled out of our fishbowl dripping with physics, I guess. There would be there would at least be trace evidence, even historical trace evidence, and there's none. And it doesn't deal and it doesn't deal with trace evidence in literature, it doesn't deal with trace evidence in music or anything else. It would be trace evidence in physical cosmology. And there's none. Not at all. You know, even if you want to throw in dark matter, dark energy into the mix, those are still functioning within the physical laws of this cosmos, and they are not part of anything supernatural. And you're and you're saying that that you don't see a way for the supernatural. And again, I don't think that there's a there's any reason to think that there is a supernatural realm. But but you're 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 viewing these two then as. Uh, mutually exclusive realms that there is that there wouldn't be a Venn diagram of of natural and supernatural where there would be an overlap, but rather we just have two circles and they'd never come in contact with each other. I would agree with the way you just described that. Yes. If if there was going to be an overlap of some kind, if we were going to have a bridge. We were going to call. If we were going to have a bridge between the natural and the Supernatural. And I'm just I'm just playing devil's advocate here because the picture came into my brain from my old Catholic days of there being one side of a cliff and it says God. There's another cliff on the other side and it says man. And right in the middle there's a giant cross that says Jesus and it's the bridge between. You've seen that before, right? That's stupid. I have I have seen that picture, right? See see the way that that supernatural realm over there. The way it gets over here is through is through the Jesus. Okay, here's your bridge. John fourteen fourteen. Jesus tells his disciples, Ask for anything in my name and I will perform it. He doesn't make any qualifications, he makes no quantifications at all. He says, Ask for anything in my name and I will do it. Okay. So I want for someone to show that they have prayed, excuse me, that they have prayed to stop bone cancer in toddlers, in Jesus' name. And all of a sudden, we have no bone cancer in toddlers anywhere in the world anymore. It doesn't happen because even if the God exists, and even if you follow Jesus' prescription for getting God to act, there was no action. And in this case, absence of evidence is evidence of absence. Oh, I'm so glad you used that word evidence. Because um, <laughs> uh, I wanted to... Uh, you've taken a different approach to finding a way to say that I believe there is no God than I have. Um, and and, I, and, I, and I, think, I think it's valid, to be sure. Um, I just find it interesting that it's different, and that, that that's just, that's just fascinating. Um, well, you know that reminds me, you haven't told me what your what your path was. Well, so I did this I did this theistic, gnostic, atheist dance for a while. Okay, where I would um, I would I would jump on one side, and then I would jump on the other, and I would jump on one side, and 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 the thing was is that people on both sides would say that, well, you know, if you find new information and you change your mind, that's a good thing. And that is that is a good thing. But I was changing my mind every 20 to 30 minutes, so that was probably a bad idea. 
Um, <laughs> you know, so and eventually, what I had, what, what I found myself doing was, when, when I when I when I say that I believe there is no God, I, I always say that with a capital G, because I mean a very, very specific God, um, one that many apologists don't even believe in. And so that's where I get my criticism, because I think I can actually disprove one god. I, I, I got nothing on Thor. I got nothing on Zeus. I got, um, so, so if I find I someone that. who worships Thor, I'm, 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 I'm down, okay? You, you, you got me. I can't disprove that one. Um, um, but if you think that there is an all-powerful, all-good, all-knowing, perfect creator of the universe with a message for humanity... Then I think that the um, that the, that the problem of evil, the uh, problem of non-god objects, and the problem of divine hiddenness, dis uh, give me enough evidence to say that God does not exist. Um, I think. Yeah, and and it's interesting that, that, that those three things are also in direct conflict with what this God is supposed to be. Right, right. Well, I mean, I mean, not putting putting aside that you know, all powerful is a self defeating notion, just like all knowing is a self defeating notion. Uh, if if I can know something that God doesn't know, then I don't understand how in the world He could be all knowing. And I know what it feels like to sin. Um, I sinned earlier this this morning, and it was great. God's <laughs> not supposed to know how to sin. Day for me, brother. <laughs> right. So God's not supposed to know. How, I know something that God doesn't know. God can't possibly be all knowing. If I can do something that God can't do, then God can't be all powerful. And did I mention I sinned this morning? So um, I can do something that God can't do, and I do it a lot, and I really enjoy it. So um, uh, you know that you know. I'm it, trying not to create any visuals for myself right now, Andrew. <laughs> I didn't say what kind of sin I did. I know you didn't. I know you didn't. <laughs> but, but and and then of course we have you know the the problem of evil and if if God is perfect, I don't understand why in the world He would need to create anything that is not perfect, right? I mean we're we're His creation. We're supposed to be, and 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 nobody thinks the humans are perfect. Somehow God created non-perfect things. How in the world does that work? I don't. I don't. That, that, that's just weird. How God makes flaws when He's not flawed? Bizarre. Yeah. Well, if, here, here's something. If you actually work backward from that point, you get to something that a friend of mine uh, presented to me back maybe a year and a half ago. How can God account for His own consciousness? You know, if God existed before any other thing existed, including time, then what was God conscious of? Uh, he would have to be conscious of himself, I suppose. Um, I don't. But, but he couldn't be conscious of himself unless he had something to compare himself to. I will say that if God was the only thing that existed, that makes a whole lot of sense. And that was my friend's point. It goes back to at the at the very beginning of everything. Well, not at the very beginning, because of course God is atemporal. Which uh, does that mean lack of a belief in time? Sorry, I just had to throw that in there. Uh, if God is atemporal, then you know He exists without time. But if nothing else other than God existed at any point in the past, 
then God does not have anything to compare himself to. And if he doesn't have anything to compare himself to, how can he account for his consciousness? Sure, that, 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 that'll work. I, I, I don't know if there's a name for that one. I, I, I'm stealing all of these. I'm stealing all these arguments from other people. I ain't come up with any of this crap. Uh, I'm not. I'm not nearly that smart. Um, uh, uh, well, but you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and and you know, if 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 God is perfect and He has all all this knowledge, then He should be able to write a book. He should be able to write a book. Writing a book is not a hard thing. Anybody writes a book. Uh, Ray Comfort wrote a book. Um, you he he should be able to write down something that is better than the Bible. The Bible is uh, you, you've read it twice. It's 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 a bad book. It's not a good book. It's not a good read. It's not captivating. It's, it, it it doesn't have a good story. It doesn't even have good morals in it. Um, and uh, we have literally thousands of Christian denominations just here in the United States. Um, that can't agree on what the dang thing says. They can't agree. So there, there, there's something, there's something wrong, and, um, and and a god would know how to write a thing so that everyone would be able to understand it for a whole time. It wouldn't be a stretch for him to be able to write that down. He he couldn't do it. Not, it, it nope. it's, it's not even that it, it's not even that it was a good attempt, right? It's not even like it was a it was a near miss, right? It was a it, it, it was so far away that, um, that that people who read it toss it away. You know what, Andrew? I'll go one further. And I'll say that whatever this God might have been or could be, could have created a system where he implant he or she or it implanted all of the knowledge about itself in the human brain beginning from conception without having to write a book. And that would ensure that there was consistency in the message and that there was consistency in the idea. A book would be completely unnecessary. Yes, yes. Uh, an all-powerful, all-knowing God should be able to figure out something better than writing a book. Yeah, yeah. There are lots of options um, that are available here. Writing a book certainly is one. Um, but there are a lot of options in passing on knowledge, and uh, this particular God just fails utterly. Um, but I like your idea of if if a God is if there's an intercessory God, then we should we should be able to see that somewhere. We'd have we we wouldn't even be able to establish laws of physics because they'd be all over the place. They're, they'd work here, they wouldn't work over there. Um, we would think that we would have found a law of physics, and then over in that church over there, when they pray, that 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 gravity thing just just up and flies away. Um, uh, we don't see that, and if we could see that, then that would be different. But we don't ever. Yes. So is the lack of the the, the solid uh, lack of evidence that there is an intercessory God, is that what you count as evidence for there being no God? I mean, yes. I mean because, because we're going to take the strong atheist position, someone's going to say you've got to have some evidence to back up your position. Extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. And, and do you think that no God is an extraordinary claim? 
I do not think that no God is an extraordinary claim. I think that God exists is an extraordinary claim. Sure, yeah, that's where I was going. Um, yeah, because because God, by definition, is extraordinary. It's beyond ordinary. It's superlative to ordinary. All of the gods that you know, all of the gods that have ever been conceptualized by mankind have one thing in common: they have uh, they have abilities that are superlative to the object level physics, the object, the, the laws of object level physics that we are subject to. They can surpass them. They can bypass them. Right, and, and the reason I'm asking this is because I'm leading up to this one. Uh, you think it's fair, then? Because I think it's fair that the evidence that you have for 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 there being no no intercessory god is fairly mundane and that's okay because the claim that there is no intercessory god is a fairly mundane claim it's it's kind of like the claim that there are no unicorns that's a mundane claim well i don't see any unicorns running around that's great evidence for no unicorns there's nothing in physics that allows for this God to exist. That's that's good enough for me for there being no intercessory God. Yes, and I would support that by saying that if an intercessory God exists, we would find evidence. What we do have is questionable. We would find evidence that uh, Newton's laws of motions are questionable. We would find evidence that the laws of thermodynamics are questionable, but we don't see any evidence of this. And this is the reason that I talk about absence of, in this case, absence of evidence equals evidence of absence. Because, God, because this God is supposed to be able to do this and supposed to have left his mark everywhere we can see it, and yet we see no marks of it. I need you to tell everybody how they can get in touch with you and for you to pimp all the great and glorious stuff that you do all the time. I don't do anything great. I just do what's necessary. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 sir, is not true. Um, you, you've, you've done some amazing stuff, and I know that you're working on more amazing stuff. So, so you can't play coy with me, Mister. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, for anybody out there who's interested, my Facebook page is pretty much public. All of my posts and everything else, uh, you can find me at facebook.com/slash/dave.photo. Uh, and anyone can send me a PM. I do not restrict them. So, if anybody has any questions, uh, feel free to send me a message. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. And my handle is at Dave Foda. No dots, dashes, or spaces. Uh, you can also find the main character of a what I hope to turn into a series of books uh, geared for the 7 to 10-year-old range about critical thinking, specifically when it comes to the Bible. His name is Sneedle. He is a lightning bug or firefly uh, for others. But I prefer to think of him as a blink beetle because he is a beetle and he does blink. You can find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash Sneetle. That's S-N-E-E-T-L-E. Uh, you can occasionally see me show up on academia.edu. Uh, 
Uh, I do not have any articles posted out there, but I do sometimes respond to questions. I'm also on Quora.com occasionally. That's Q-U-O-R-A.com. And let me not forget my good friends at Atheist Survival Guide on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash atheist survival guide. Awesome. And if if you could, just let tell everybody a little bit about the talk you recently gave about how we can know things. Oh, sure. I, actually, thank you for asking about that. Um, the biggest thing is that presuppositionalism is becoming... Uh, increasingly attractive in the world of Christian apologetics. Now, I'm going to come right out and say it. Presuppositionalism is not apologetics. There is no apologia in it. It is basically saying God exists and you need salvation. That's not making a case for God exists. It's not even making a case that you need salvation. Uh, but one of the things that presuppositionalism relies on is specifically two verses in the Bible, Psalms 14.1, which says the fool has said in his heart there is no God, and the other is Paul's letter to the Romans, uh, chapter 1, verse 20, where he says uh, basically the, the great uh, invisible works of God have been clearly seen by all. Well, it's just not true. It's absolutely not true. If that were true, then the disciple Thomas wouldn't have had to ask for proof of the wounds in Jesus' body. If they had been clearly seen by revelation, Thomas would never have had to ask the question. Presuppositionalism depends on the process of revelation. The problem is you can't get any information by which to derive knowledge without your senses. And if you don't have sensual experience of an event, then you can't possibly know anything about it. Even if you're reading about it in a newspaper, your sense of sight is giving you the information. There is nothing that can be supernaturally implanted in your brain and you just suddenly magically have knowledge of it. And that was basically the thrust of my talk. All right, everybody, that is the end of my interview with Dave Foda. Dave is an amazing guy, and I want to send out my sincere, heartfelt thanks to Dave for coming on my show and lending his brilliance to the show. Again, you can find Dave on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, all, the, all the places that you want to find him are linked in the show notes in the description of the show. Reach out to Dave. Tell him all the great and glorious things that he has done are indeed great and glorious. And if you want to send any questions or comments about his positions, you can you can email him there. Or you can email me at uh, andrewtheatheist at gmail.com or send me a friend request on Facebook. Don't forget to go and uh, send a, a Mike fan page for the Atheist Roundtable, too. If you really, really love the shows, then I suppose you can always head over to uh, patreon.com slash Atheist Roundtable and, uh, and support the show there. Until next time, thanks for listening so much. Take care of yourselves. God isn't here. We are. Good night. Like the fan page for the Atheist Roundtable at slash Atheist 
Roundtable on Facebook or find your host at slash Andrew the Atheist. Send all of your email to andrewtheatheist at gmail.com. This podcast is the official podcast of Atheists, Humanists, and Agnostics of the Wabash Valley. Find us on Facebook for monthly meetups. Music for this episode is provided, as always, by Dick Richards. Thank you, Dick. God isn't here. We are. Take care of yourselves.